0: Welcome to the Sober Plug Podcast, where I get you disconnected from addiction and plugged into recovery. I'm your host, Connor Duffy. If you are struggling with addiction, you can reach out to my direct line. That is 203-917-8862. Again, 203-917-8862. I am the owner of California Wellness Treatment Center. And if you need treatment, need a rehab, or you need other resources, you can reach out to that direct line I just mentioned. What I want to talk with you about today is the lies that addiction tells you. Um, Addiction lies to us at all times. And we are under this illusion that um, it gives us some type of happiness or contentment. And really what it does is it gives us dopamine. It gives us pleasure. It gives us uh, immediate gratifying uh, results. But that does not lead to happiness it does not lead to contentment it does not lead to fulfillment and addiction lies to us in a lot of different ways you know and and the biggest but the biggest problem is that's what we buy into right there when we're first using and we're first experimenting i'll speak for myself i fell in love with it right away right off the bat i knew um that it was something that i really gravitated towards it was something that Gave me a feeling I had never felt before, and I mistakenly thought that that was going to be the path for me for the rest of my life. I really thought that um, I couldn't have a future without using, I couldn't have a future without partying because that was the feeling that I felt like I had always been searching for. You know what I mean? When I was like nine years old, that was the first time I ever smoked weed. I was nine years old, and That was the feeling I got from it. It wasn't even about like being high. It wasn't even about uh, the euphoria or anything like that. But I just, it gave me a sense of, it filled some type of void. It filled something that I, I didn't even know was there. You know what I mean? It just like, things just made sense after that. And I really loved that feeling, and I chased it uh, from there on, right? Obviously, at nine years old, you can't get high uh, as often, um, you know, obviously when you're older, but that memory always sticks out to me. It it was clear as day. And, um, you know, we build on these lies that we believe uh, early on. You know what I mean? And, and we start to chase these feelings. And, and really, the more that we chase pleasure, um, the more pain that it leads to down the road. And you can't ever explain that to somebody early on. You can't really uh, try to even convince somebody that the path that they're going down is a dangerous one. At least you couldn't convince me. You know what I mean? I truly believe that I'd be getting high for the rest of my life. And, and, and for a long time, that looked to be true, right? Um, I obviously graduated from weed to, to pills and cocaine and Xanax and heroin and, and so on and so forth. And I was always chasing this pleasure. I was always chasing something that was outside of myself. And another big lie that we buy into is that we need something external to feel that, that it was almost like a security blanket. It was my comfort. It was something that I could not grasp on my own. I could never achieve that feeling on my own. And, I, and that's how I live my life. That's how I believe that um, it was the only way I was going to be able to be content with, with myself. You know what I mean? And as I've worked on myself... In recovery and as I've worked on a lot of my issues and a lot of the figuring out the reasons of why I, I am the way that I am and, and getting to the core and the root of the problem I mean a lot of it was fear-based I had so many insecurities when I was younger and, and you know a lot of shit that I never really dealt with in the right way um, when I was when I was using obviously you know what I mean the using became the solution to my problems and um, a lot of people think that addiction or alcoholism is the problem itself, when it's really not. It's it's deeper rooted shit, whether we realize it or not. And addiction and alcoholism starts with pain and it ends with pain. It just creates more and more pain. Um, and we're trying to make up for things that we don't want to we don't want to deal with, we don't want to handle, or we don't know how to handle. Right? So. Uh, the addiction uh, our mindset will lie to us and it will we will continue to justify how what we're doing is okay because it becomes the main coping mechanism uh, for dealing with our with our life issues it becomes the main coping mechanism for dealing with our pain whether you are subconscious uh, or I should say consciously aware of that or not and so if you are dealing with a tool on a daily basis, or at least on a frequent basis that you rely on, uh, the last thing that you're going to want to do is give that up, you know? So this is why addiction is so powerful. We lie to ourselves. We are master manipulators. We are masters at justification and rationalization. And it's not even just to other people. It's really to ourselves. We believe in this, this. We are lying to ourselves. We believe that... You know, as long as I can, uh, uh, as long as I can, you know, balance a job or balance my responsibilities, it's okay. Or we bullshit ourselves by saying, "Hey, Billy is worse off than I am, so I can't possibly have an issue. He needs to get it together." Or you know, we lie to ourselves by saying, "I'll stop tomorrow," or "I'll stop next week," "I'll stop next month." The timing just isn't right yet. We believe all of these lies. And, you know, eventually it gets to the point where we realize we are bullshitting ourselves. You know what I mean? And, and it takes a long time for us to get honest with ourselves. And that's why pain is what brings us to sobriety. These lies have to stack up and, com- and really compound for so long that we end up in so much pain from our drinking that we are forced to to look at it you know we are forced to look at our using and realize i've just been lying to myself over and over and over again and this is the power of addiction the only way it can last so long is if we buy into the bullshit that we either one tell ourselves or two we're telling other people and it goes on for a long enough period of time until the house of cards fall in you know because eventually that's what happens um you know, an addiction, it it lands us in three different places. That's shales, institutions, and death. Those are the three end games, right? But it will settle for long periods of misery in between. You know what I mean? And and I look back on where I was at at the end of my addiction, and, and even in the middle of it, right? You know, and I, I, I'm always honest about this. Like, it's not like I was using for decades and decades. I mean, you know, I, I pretty much started at nine years old and was done by 20. And and by most standards, I mean, that's really not that long, but shit got so real so fast, man. You know, at 18 years old, I just remember thinking to myself, like, how, like, how did I get here? How did I get to this point? How did it get this bad? And I remember battling myself of like, I knew it wasn't working. I knew that there was something else in life that I was clearly missing but I just didn't know how to get there. I just didn't know what that was and I and i honestly I just didn't really know how to get sober and I really didn't want to stay sober a lot of times either even though I knew I had to. So I was always in this weird place of like I knew I had an issue and I knew that I really needed to do something about it, or else it was going to lead down an even darker path than i was already on but i just couldn't pull the trigger or just wasn't in enough pain to do something different um, until you know i hit my rock bottom at 20 years old and it took everything for me to get there it took jails institutions overdoses almost death and everything in between broken relationships uh, broken friendships Uh, becoming an individual that I clearly was not supposed to be because at heart I'm a great individual I'm a great man and and I have a great heart and so is everybody else when we're our true selves but when we're using and when we're drinking we are not capable of being that we are not capable of reaching our potential or even coming close to it we're really just surviving we're really just battling and really figuring out a way to balance this one area of our life along with other things if we're even capable of doing so. You know, for me personally, I, I, was, I was a pretty rock bottom, uh, I was a pretty bad rock bottom uh, addict. You know what I mean? There was no hiding it from me. There was no functionality in my life, but, you know, we all have a different story as far as that goes. Um, but, but the common denominator between us all is that addiction lies to us. It will tell you that you're not that bad it will tell you how your circumstances are acceptable even though you are way below the potential that you have. And you know in your heart, you know in your heart that you're fucking up when we're using. And we have those moments of despair and desperation. And we have those moments of like, you know, those flickering lights, you know, the, the flickering lights in our head go off and it's like, damn, like I, I got to do something. You know, it's, it's 5, 6 a.m. on a on a Sunday morning, and you're like, how the fuck did I get here again? And it's those like moments of quiet desperation that are, it's our truth. Like, those are the moments that we got to take action if it's just strong enough, but it takes a lot of those moments strung together over the courses of, you know, weeks, months, years, even decades for some, um, in order for us to actually make a difference, because those lies are so strong. The addiction man is so powerful. It's uh, conning, baffling and powerful, just as the saying goes. And that's why I've never lost the respect for addiction, right? I mean, at the time of this recording, it's it's, 2:29, uh, 2024. Uh, I will be coming up on 11 years in April. and um, but I still don't lose the respect for where I can go. If I get complacent, if I think I can use safely or drink safely or go back to fucking, you know, any type of normal drinking or using, which has never even existed for me. It's, it was, I knew off the rip that it was going to be a problem. But if I buy into any of those lies and I lose respect for addiction, I know where it can lead me to. And I just, I've never. That's the one thing I've done right. You know, if I could say one thing about my recovery that I've done 100% right, is that I have not lost that respect for where I can go to. Um, because that's a very real possibility for me. And if you solidify that in your head, that one thing alone can really be valuable to you. If you can just accept that, hey, I know where my drinking leads me to. I know where my using leads me to. And there is no safe usage for me. And on a day-to-day basis, if I, if I could just stay sober today, you know, the rest will work itself out. If you just really respect addiction and keep yourself on the straight and narrow and, and don't try to bullshit yourself into, into manipulating your mind and thinking that you can use safely, if you could do that, you will be able to stay sober because you're being honest with yourself. That's true acceptance right there. But when we teeter and we get into situations that are tricky and we start to listen to other people that don't know us as well as we know ourselves, that's where things get dangerous, you know? So always be honest with yourself. And if you can't trust yourself and your own thinking, this is when you rely on your support. And this is why a support network is so important, you know? But that's all I have for you today. I appreciate you tuning in more than you realize. I hope that you got value out of this episode. And if you did, if you could rate this podcast, I'd greatly appreciate it. Um, And uh, if you could share this with a loved one or somebody that you know is struggling, I'd greatly appreciate that too. And uh, listen, if you are struggling, if you need to go to treatment, if you need any resources, um, you know, uh, I am one of the owners of California Wellness. I will do anything I can to help even if it's not my facility not uh, it doesn't make a difference to me as long as you need to uh, you get the help that you need right so if you are struggling with addiction you could reach out to my direct line that is 203-917-8862 again 203-917-8862 much love I will see you on the next one